Hi, Carlene. Mm. Hi, Alma. It's been a minute. I can't believe it's been so long. I know. Well, longer than we actually... We've never gone that long. Yeah. But I think we needed it. I yeah. needed it. Oh, I, I needed some time to get my shit together. Yeah. Because we've had... I've had so much here. You also had <gasps> stuff happen. And I can finally tell everybody that I'm going to be a grandma. <laughs> Yay! I'm so- it- was killing me holding it in. Was it? Oh my God, I'm so excited, yes. And I I kept waiting and waiting, and I went over to their house so we could do the photos. Mm-hmm. And then um, they were like, oh, we got to wait for Brian, my ex-husband, to do whatever he was doing, because they're really cute. And um, I was like, oh God, I got to wait longer. But then one of my friends, since grade school, texted me and she was like oh my gosh congratulations they posted it i don't have to hold it in anymore oh my god so that's exciting. hilarious because oh. we were just talking about it like the night before like when we were texting about yeah. it yeah, yeah and then yeah. the next day i saw it on facebook and i was like yay oh my gosh I, how long had it been in there before i and this whole time i'm like can't say anything <laughs> and it's been driving her mom crazy too because she was like um, you're going to have to make that shareable so I can put it on my Facebook page so I can finally start talking about it. Right. Yeah, it's very exciting. Well, congratulations. Thank Welcome you. Welcome to the Grandma Club. We could be grandmas together now. Yes. <laughs> and our I'm grandkids so won't be that far apart. Exactly. Well, the baby babies won't be that far apart. Yeah. But even as they grow older, they're not going to be that far apart. No. They'll still be a couple be able years. To play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so fun. I can't wait. And then next yeah. to find out boy or girl. Oh, we should know that within a week, but sooner. Yay. I know. So, so excited. But you also had some stuff happen right before Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. My little mean bitch <laughs> has crossed the rainbow bridge. Oh. It was heartbreaking. I still have a hard time with it. Like the, oh my God, the weirdest thing. I had a client come and I start telling her like, when clients come, I share things with them because spirit give, gives me things to share that connect us or will help them or it's easier for spirit to, anyway, I'm giving her like deep down emotional, like Allie and I, me and the boys, we haven't even talked about it because we don't want to cry. <laughs> and as I'm telling her about the whole shadow thing, I'm like, okay, now I'm getting sad. It was, it's heart wrenching. But anyway, yeah, my shadow girl of 18, when I took her to the vet, did I tell you this? Mm-mm. First of all, the vet was amazing. I mean, they've seen her before. They've seen her at her feistiest. Like they were like, I kept warning them. She's a mean bitch. Like, she's not going to let you touch her. And they're like, we've handled that those before. We'll be fine. I'm like, no, you have not handled a shadow before. I'm like, I'm going to leave the room so you can have, you know, I won't be influencing the energy. And you could hear her. It sounded like a crying baby. And then this isn't when she died, though. This is when, like, I would take her in. And they were like, "Um, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and give you the medication for the UTI. (laughs) 
And, um, you know, if she needs further work, we're going to have to, like, sedate, sedate her. her. But uh, that didn't ever happen. She didn't have UTIs very often. Yeah. Anyway, when I took her in, it was so sad because she was very, like, she definitely was hanging in for me. And I couldn't watch it any longer. So I took her. Connor went with me. They kept asking if we wanted more time with her. Right. And I'm like, no, you just need to just just put her. I, I've spent two days saying goodbye to her. Just, like, put her out of her misery. And so um, they gave her the sedation. And then they were like, okay, they handed her to me and she hissed. Mm. And I, she, that's the only energy she could muster. But then they um, they gave her whatever medicine they give before they give the final medicine. And she was already, I'm like, I think she's, I think she's gone, you guys. Like, that's not her. She's gone. Aww. And they're like, no, we haven't given her the medicine yet. And I'm like. Yeah, I think she's... I just don't think she had the strength. She was waiting for me to, like, let her go. And um, and I kept telling her she could go, but she still... Was holding on. Was holding on. Uh-huh. But he finally... He was, like, doing these... They touch him in certain spots, and mm-hmm. he's like... Then he listened to her heart, and he was like, she's gone. Uh, so I, they didn't even sedate. They didn't even give her any... Not the lethal. Mm-mm. Oh, wow. They still charged me for it. <laughs> But no, it didn't take that. Mm. Yeah, she was that, like, her little head resting in my neck was it was just the sweetest thing. Because she was just so, like, you know when you're sick? Yeah. And, you like, your mom's hand or just cuddles, you know, when your kids were sick and you would mm-hmm. just, they'd just cuddle on you. That's what, she was just like, I just need you to let me rest my head on you. Ugh. Yeah, it was sweet, though. But the vet was floored. Like, he's like... 18 and a half years. He said, I've seen a very few cats that have done 20 years. He's like, but man, she really, she looks good, even though she was very skinny and stuff, but her coat still looked good for being as old as she was. And I told him, I'm like, well, I don't give her like fancy food or anything. I just Costco. And he's like, that's the best food. Like, really? He's like, don't do any of that other, um, Purina, which she was on, or Imes, he says, isn't good for them. Really? Mm-hmm. They say that's not good for them. But he said Costco food is good for them. Really? I don't well, know why Imes. Do you? Well, Shorty, we've been giving her Imes because she's been doing, she she oh. likes it and she's been oh. well, doing she's good fine. on it. Because the one we had all of them on is very high protein. Mm-hmm. And she was just, she gained so much weight while she was... Maybe it's different, though. Maybe I'ms for dogs versus I'ms for cats. I don't know. I don't know. But the other dogs are still on the victory. But Yeah, I mean, even my dog that I had for a gazillion years, she got, like, Costco. And I forget what she was getting before that. But Costco food. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. They just need love. That's what makes them last forever. I think so. I know I would tell people, like, <laughs> when are you going to die, you fucking bitch? <laughs> oh I know when you would say that, I'm like, oh, my God. But that's not, it wasn't, it, it was I, not I, I, actual I, meaning it. Because yeah. she's my baby girl. And 
She was my cuddle buddy. She followed me around. She slept on top of me. So, I mean. She was miserable for a while. Yeah. She had, like, lost her mind. Yeah. And she was driving me crazy. I was probably driving her crazy. (laughs) Seriously. Allie said to me, (laughs) she goes, Mom, you can carry a conversation by yourself without anybody around nobody acknowledging you you just go on and i'm like i've been living here for years by myself usually it's me and spirit or right. me and shadow like shadow didn't have to answer me back i would just talk to her and i i'm like i would always leave like i can leave you a message have a full-on conversation and be like yes I can just sit here and have a conversation on your voicemail by myself. You don't have to interact with me. And I said, that's because, I mean, I kind of grew up with, I I remember following my mom around, like trying to tell her about my day at school. So I just kind of learned, like, I just got to talk to myself or talk to whoever will listen or not. Right. But Allie, I'm like, I talk to you because... I don't talk to anybody all day long and you come home and I'm like, oh, this happened and that happened and you don't listen. So I just talk to spirit or myself. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, well, and now you're going to take home our girl. My little soul pup. She is my soul dog. I know she is. She's always so freaking happy to see you. I know. Likewise. It'll be fun to have her, but I know I am, like we just talked about, I am sad about, like, are you sure you want me to take yeah, her? Yeah, I know. And like I said, I've gone back and forth in my feelings, but at the end of the day, I'm like, it'll be fine because you're family. It's the same thing when the boys took Chico, yeah. Chico and Louie. Was... I mean, do you want me to bring her when we do our podcast? Yeah, we could do that too. I mean, I think it would be nice. Then you get to still see her. And they can play. Yeah, it's like having a grand dog. Yeah. You see them, but you don't have all the work. Yeah. So you'll see her, but you don't have to deal with all the crazy that comes with it. Yeah. I'm all, yeah. <laughs> and then she'll probably get all happy to see you like she does me, because it's not, like, normal. It'll be the reverse. Yeah. <laughs> she'll be <laughs> dragging you into the house after you get out of the truck. <laughs> she'll be like, I know where I'm at. This bitch talks to herself. Help me. <laughs> she talks too much. That's hilarious. Okay. I just want to make sure it's not too loud because I can see it like when we're recording. Well, you could tr- test it. I don't think Oh, it no, is. no. It I can tell loud. just by looking oh. at it. It's loud. So. Oh. To me, it sounds like it. The When we first started recording, it sounded really loud. Okay. Blah, blah, So blah, you guys blah, will blah. notice a difference. Yeah. I'm sorry. But we're fine. So, Into yeah. Red here we are. Factory. Factory. Yeah, that's better. Okay. All right. Say factory. Factory. Well, okay. that, you put some emphasis on it. Factory. Oh, that's weird. And a man right. walked down the street and he said, factory. And it's fine. And a man walked down the street and he said, fucking A. <laughs> what the fuck are you looking at? All right, guys. Anyways, so. Oh, and, and COVID has like mm. seriously oh. put a damper on so many plans just in the last your few weeks. Christmas, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Did you guys get to do anything? No. Because two wow, of my kids wow. ended up with COVID days before Christmas. Mm. We were going to have, I mean, we weren't going to have a big thing. Yeah. It was going to be my brother, my sisters, and the kids. And 
Well, with them dropping like flies, I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? And not only that, because we I had been around her mm-hmm. in the beginning of the week. I just mm-hmm. didn't want to take the chance. So, and then New Year's, it kind of carried on into New Year's. And then we were supposed to do something with somebody this Friday. Mm-hmm. They have COVID. Uh, there was something else going on this coming weekend that got canceled because mm-hmm. COVID. What else? My nephew out. Got it. He had to miss Christmas for the first time. It was sad. Yeah. Him and his wife. That was sad. And then one of my clients, everybody, it's just, I wonder if it's people. Um, and then my daughter-in-law's family, who have, most of them already had it, mm-hmm. got it again. Mm-hmm. And they have been vaccinated and boosted. But I think that's why they weren't like not sure if they had it so they only knew because they got tested mm-hmm. because their symptoms weren't super bad yeah that like kind of debunks a lot of people they're like oh i already had it so i'm not gonna get it again yeah. um i don't think it works that way yeah she thought she had it um and she might have had a mild case but just because christmas and everything we were around people she went and got tested and the first test came out positive and then one or two after came out negative I think it's this Omicron, like the variant. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. super, super contagious. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is definitely the worst. But yeah. thank goodness the symptoms are not as bad. Yeah. And well, not for everybody. Va- right. But... If you've been vaccinated, you are going to have less symptoms, it yeah. seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. So that's, yeah, that's kind of how the year opened. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here we are going on like year three, literally. Because... Yeah. Yeah. 2020, like, it was here about this time. We didn't even know it. And then 2021. Mm -hmm. 2021 and 2020 seem like one big, long year. Yeah. To me. Yeah, it does. Even though 2020 by itself felt like six years. Mm -hmm. But looking back, it feels like 2020 and 2021 was all one big, prolonged year. Yeah. (laughs) It does seem like it. It's kind of a wash. I need to make an eye appointment, too. Oh my gosh. I keep getting the texts from the place I go to because um it's like a year ago. Mm. So well, for years I really been, need it. Oh, I can't see. Like for years I've been telling my kid, Oh, I gotta go get glasses. Like real glasses. Not just my readers. I need glasses so I can like see when I'm driving. Yeah. I can see when I'm driving. It's just nice to see Do like you have contacts? No. See I have contacts. I don't have and anything. I have the readers. So I can't read up close with my contacts. I can see far <laughs> out. But lately in the last couple of months, mm. all of a sudden even that feels like kind of blurry. Ooh. And I don't know if it's like a medication thing because well, of the stuff. Like, it's I don't weird know. when we hit a certain age too. It's like our eyes are like, oh, we're this old? Oh. Boop. <laughs> it's a super decline. Because that's, yeah. that's what feels like happened to me. Like I had perfect vision one day. And then all of a sudden I was like squinting what at everything what is happening i can't what is happening well i find myself because i'm like wearing the readers all the time mm-hmm. because i'm like working with like the designs and all that stuff so i'm like <laughs> constantly like with the readers on so i i think that they might be affecting oh, everything that could be so that could who be. knows who knows it's just that i'm old <laughs> i just know uh, uh i need to go too anyways the story we're gonna do today that's all folks here we go here we go it's tipsy tales guys by the way i'm alma 
I'm Carlene. And we are Tipsy Tales. Hey, there, we have a little bit of true crime in this, but yeah. we're really not going to, like, go into detail. But there is true crime. Yeah, there is. So this was your idea. Spooky idea. Spooky idea. <laughs> I better open up my... Uh-oh, hold on. Uh, security. Security. Security system. Remind me. Hopefully I can go back and find it. But on one of my security cam videos, uh-huh. you can hear... Shh, here. She's coming. What? Not kidding. I, I was believe you. walking up. I can't remember if it, I was coming home from somewhere or if I was walking to check something in the backyard. I don't remember the situation, but I was coming and I checked the video to check something and I could hear the whisper like, Shh, here, here she's coming or something oh, like that. So and creepy. it's just a whisper, but it's very clear. So I'll, I'll have to, I'm going to try and find it because it is freaky. Yeah, you're going to have to send it to me. Although I find that I can't really record them to, like, share them. That's so on, weird. I know. Maybe you can do it from your phone onto Instagram. Oh. Since it's de- directly off of your... We could try it and yeah. see. Did you see my new mug? <laughs> that is so... You put all this on here, too? Yeah. That's so I haven't good. put it up on my Etsy store yet, but... I love your mugs. This is my first full wrap design, so I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do a mock-up for it. Anyways, so this story that we're doing is Shaker's Cigar Bar, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's a good one. It is really it good. it is a good one. It's super haunted. I'm, there is no doubt in my There's mind no that it's doubt. haunted. Yeah. Here we go with the dogs. <laughs> it was so quiet for so long. I know. What do you think of when you think of Milwaukee? I mean, I think of beer. I think of beer. I think of Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> oh, yes. And Happy Days. Yeah. The Bonds, t- uh, Pinky Tuscadero. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just dated myself. <laughs> but yeah, they, they have a ton of breweries and they also have a major league baseball team, the Brewers. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> and then... Until I really started doing the deep dive. Yeah. Like, I didn't associate it with Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, well, why would you? Because I... I didn't know he was in Milwaukee. Yeah, I didn't either. Speaking of beer, I mean, I'm sure you're going to talk about it. What? That the bar, like, when it first opened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll let you... I'll let you take the lead, (laughs) as always. And then I'll chime in, as always. All right. It's called Shaker's Cigar Bar. Of course, serves liquid spirits and sells the opportunity (laughs) to commune with the otherworldly type of spirits. And when I say sells the opportunity, the owner has really leaned into the fact that it's haunted. A lot of places are like, oh, yeah, it might be haunted. They could be. Yeah. But he has really, like. Embraced it. Embraced it. And he has, he's um, created like the penthouse is like a um, Airbnb. Yeah. That you can actually rent out. For like three fifty. If you're brave enough. If you're brave. He says people don't make it. Like by three o'clock in the morning, people are bolting. They're done. Yeah. They don't stay the whole night. He says one in four people will last through the night. I would last. I believe it. (laughs) 
My only concern, because I was like, well, maybe one of these days. But my only concern would be, like, with places like that, that attracts the fucking weirdos. The people that go in there with Ouija boards and right. are really trying to, like... Well, I think that's why a lot of these places end up having icky energy. Yeah. I agree. Oh, but also, tell me where you're going to start. Go ahead and say whatever. Like, we're just going to throw it What in. it's built on top of? A cemetery. <laughs> so, so, let's talk about when it first was built. Right. In 1894, right? Yeah. So. But it, prior to that. It was. A cemetery. A cemetery. And then on one side of, like, town, it was a cemetery, a tribal. Right. Cemetery, and then this side of town where the bar is was more just regular people, right? Not tribal members. I don't regular. know how you say just regular people. Like <laughs> I don't know how you say it because it's not Native Americans. Right. It's not one side is Native, and uh, the other the side, other side is was pretty much everybody else. Yeah, and it was. A, a huge German community, so and I would Irish. I would ass- and Irish. I and, would assume that most of the people were and people couldn't afford, like some people could afford to have their loved ones d- dug up and placed somewhere else, but mm. many could not. So their loved ones just stayed put. Yeah. So I guess when they made the what was it was a Schlitz Cooperage. It was it was Schlitz Schl- Schlitz beer. Am I saying that right? Yeah, it sounds like the shits. Oh, Schlitz. I've got the Schlitz. <laughs> yeah, Schlitz beer had it as where they made, like, the... What was that? The printer just turned on. <gasps> what the... What's happening? Maybe Albert's printing something from his phone. Oh, I kind of okay. wish uh, we had... Um, that's what I'm going to hope. If it comes out with <laughs> writing on it that says, <laughs> I've got the Schlitz. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. If it, Or if it's blank... You, you go it has to be Albert. I kind of wish we had film, like we were recording right now. Albert? Okay. 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 Woo! He should know better than do that to us. Come on. Okay, anyway, uh, the barrels that they put the beer in, I guess. Well, it's the the huge... Have you ever seen pictures of, like, a brewery like, well, yeah, where they have the huge I, barrels where they... thought. Yeah. Yeah, it's the big barrels that they yeah. put the Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, like... Barrels that you make bourbon or no, wine or anything like that in. It's for beer. Right. How you make Schlitz beer. The Schlitz beer. <laughs> Truly. Truly. Anyway, and then it was dormant for a while. Right. Well, I guess at one point um, it was like a place where they, like a warehouse where they had coal and oil. Oh, really? Yeah. But it was very brief. Oh, Okay. That one's interesting. Yeah. It's uh, located in the historic Walker's Point area of Milwaukee. It was sold in 1905 and used as a distribution center. Sold again. And so it was the distribution center for the coal. And uh-huh. oil. Oh, okay. All right. It was sold again in 1922. The patina of coal and dust and mm-hmm. oil was kept on the front windows and the front door remained locked mm-hmm. and entry to the city's newest speakeasy was through the alleyway entrance and I guess that was directly that's directly from the site yeah they, they uh, the ones that bought it bricked up all the windows on the side and everything too yep who bought uh, it the <laughs> infamous Capone brothers yes Alan Al- Frank Alan Frank Capone 
Dun, yeah. dun, dun. So, you know, it was totally up and up after that. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> it was a speakeasy and a brothel. Yeah. Among other things. Well, yeah. A gathering place for all those good. Yeah. <laughs> like gambling and everything. We had gambling yeah. in the basement. Yeah, and in the basement, they also took care of other business. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was a nice uh, little soundproof room down there, Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess. Guido took care of everybody there. And then upstairs, the second and the third floor, that's Mm -hmm. where they had the brothel, where they had underage girls. Mm -hmm. And the third floor was actually the penthouse where they would have the, so they had the B girls. Right. Which were on the second floor. Third floor was the penthouse for the A-girls. Yeah, you want to be an A-girl. Yeah. But an A-girl has to be sponsored. Right. And sponsorship is you get basically a sugar daddy. Somebody who's going to pay your rent. And once that happens, if he wants you, he gets you whenever he wants and but you also get to choose from what i understand mm-hmm. you get to choose you know like i am not doing that sneaky that stinky guy that just came over yeah. hasn't bathed in weeks and yeah. no yeah they get the choice mm-hmm. they but just don't get the choice with the the yeah. sponsor the sponsor can have and do whatever yeah but the b girls well they don't get a say in anything no They have to take, and from what I understood, I saw uh, when they were giving tours, they were saying. They have to take any old Dick and Harry. (laughs) Or Harry Dick. (laughs) Stinky Harry Dick. Um, Wait. Or fat mobster Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yucky. With his cigar breath. and. Um, Now, I don't know if this is true, because I didn't do a deep dive into it. I just kind of heard it and was like, ew. But they were like, they, you know, they tried to get as many men as they could, these girls, to turn them over as fast as possible. Right. And it's funny, when they said this, I was like, I mean, I they probably allowed them to clean up because they wanted a good reputation. They didn't want, like, oh, I just went in and did a stinky hoe. But they said that they would have them turn over a new one like every eight to ten minutes or something like that what yeah like they had to do so many guys within an hour that's disgusting Mm. i hope that's not true i don't know if that's true but that's what she said when she was giving the tour that's pretty gross it kind of made me go well but i mean if the guy was paying like hey he only paid five dollars and that was for 10 minutes and 10 minutes is what he got but if he paid 20 dollars that's a lot of money back then that could be he may he may have paid for an hour no i don't know we don't know how it worked yeah i think a lot of this is speculation it's gross but i don't know it's gross especially knowing that a lot of these girls were young yes and they had a doctor in the building that did the abortions yeah. too yeah like he he had his own little office in there which we, you and i have done other stories where that was common back yeah, then the comedy store yeah yeah that um what's the restaurant that i did where like all the stars that's the comedy was that store. The comedy store yeah okay yeah yeah yep. i don't know why i put that place so separate from everything i guess because it wooed me I place. 
But uh, yeah, so that wasn't uncommon. And that was also by gangsters. So yeah. they always like had a doctor. I mean, I'm sure that doctor did other things than just abortions. Yeah. Like and they rip- probably weren't, um, you know, super professional at what they did. No. So there was probably a lot of deaths surrounding that. Yeah, like infections. Not to mention those girls. If they're turning over that many guys, they were probably getting like syphilis. And oh, stuff yeah. Too. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. So icky. So disgusting. So, so anyways, gross. this place was, uh, well, the legal name <laughs> was known as the ABC Soda Company. That was pretending to be bottling innocent soda. <laughs> That's clever. And they were really putting imported booze from Canada. Of course, this is all during Prohibition. Uh, imported booze from Canada brought over like Michigan and beer barrels. Mm-hmm. So, and like I said, they were doing the speakeasy. They were doing gambling downstairs, mm-hmm. the prostitution upstairs, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much it. Yeah, and when so Bob. Weiss? Is that mm-hmm. how you say his oh, yeah. name? That's the owner. When he gives tours or talks about it or whatever, he also, um, there was one where he starts outside and he's talking about how like the windows got bricked up. And this makes sense because this is how they, but so just like if you go to a speakeasy now, they do it as the fun part, but this is how it was back then. You go, you knock, there's either a special knock and then you have to give a special code word and there's a big burly guy at the door that's like gonna let you in or not. And also depending on who you were and what you look like, right. would let you in or not. How much money you had would let you in or not. Mm-hmm. And usually they were armed with a weapon. There's a really good speakeasy in New Mexico. I wish I could remember the name of it. It is so much fun, but you really think you're back in time when you go there. Really? So cool. Yeah, we you have, have a few to get here. The- yeah, I know. I've been wanting to go. We should go. Yeah. The kids, I think, have gone where you have to do the whole secret. You have Knock to find the everything. secret door and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, this one looks like it's just in a strip mall. And then you get to the door and they do the whole, like, what's the code word? And you have to tell them what the phrase is. or whatever. It's really fun. And the guy has a pretend got machine gun. So, anyway. Ah, oh, shit. It's a steakhouse. I'll have to remember so that anybody in New Mexico who listens to us can go there. It's not cheap, but it's delicious. And I'm sure fun. It's so fun. And it's like a piano bar, too, and stuff. Anyway, um, he said that if you were declined mm-hmm. to come in, there were always, like, other people, other bad guys um, they were waiting for the ones that got declined and then mm. they would like rob them. Oh, Because really? they knew they were showing up with money. Right. So they'd go to the whorehouse. Well, that's pretty opportunistic. Yeah. And it makes sense though. Yeah. Um, the brothel was actually active until 1945. <laughs> that is so crazy. I know. It's so recent. Yeah. Well, recent, but. But I mean, it seems recent. Yeah. To me. Although it was 70, what? something years ago so that's when my mom was born all right so then in between it was um different bars that catered to the whole where warehouse district yeah and then in 1984 or 86 like one site said it 84 but and, i heard him say 86 and i heard him say at one point whatever i was watching he said 84 and then the whole rest of the time he said 86 so maybe he like, bought it in 84 and, and it then, took him a couple years to renovate it yeah, because he bought it with his now ex-wife or partner. It was his wife, I think. And then 
now he he's the sole owner i believe but yeah, it was, let's just say 1986 to yeah. me. Yeah, so he said pretty much from the get-go mm-hmm. that the contractors were experiencing things. And when he opened, like, the employees were exper- experiencing things. Mm-hmm. So he definitely leaned into it pretty hard from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's, when he started renovating the third floor or penthouse, they found remains of a female skeleton. Okay. And we'll get into that. Yeah. Well, I guess we can because it ends with him. We can't get into it. <laughs> yeah, see, I was confused about that body because that's why I was looked at you. Yeah, because we were talking about it, yeah. Well, because there's that body. I heard them mention that one, mm-hmm. but I didn't know if that was the female one because there's also the one that was in the shack, then they called the FBI, and then they had the bones looked at. Some were animal bones that they have found. Right. And then there's others that are human remains that they don't know who it was. And then there was one that... They never dug up because it wasn't worth... Really? Yeah. Oh. And then there was the one that there it matches the age and the time of... This prostitute. This prostitute. Yeah. I guess Which we can talk about her. Let's just she, talk about She her. means she's like supposedly... The, the most active, right? Yeah. I mean, she's the one that people talk about the most. Yeah. And her name was Molly Brennan. We should tell the story and then we could say her and then the two other characters are the most active. Yeah. So in one story, I heard that it was, she had a friend. A childhood friend. A childhood friend named Patrick. Yeah. And her father, his father actually was her sponsor. Yeah. But... It's, he, it was kind of like he was trying to help her out, supposedly. Yeah. So I want to see if we heard the, the same story. Okay, I'll tell you the story. I okay. I heard she left home because things weren't so good. And then it turned out they said that she ended up having a... There was actual records that show she had an abortion when she got, when she got there. Mm-hmm. And they said it, her her own dad got her pregnant. So they were like, that's why she left. And it took him a while to come up because before they were telling a story different, that she just ran away. He was trying to get her to go back home. They didn't really know why she was, she just wanted her independence or whatever. But then they were able to put these pieces together that made more sense. Oh, she left a bad life. Right. Dangerous for herself. And then this guy. Patrick. No, what was the dad's name? Oh, I didn't get his name. I think I have it. Anyway, Patrick Harvey's dad. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It does not matter. He he came in and was like, you need to leave this life. Like, this is bad. You need to go back home. But then another story says Patrick was the one that came and told her. He would come and visit her and then was like, you need to leave this life. So I'm confused there. Yeah. But anyway, then the dad... Was like somehow he ended up being her sponsor so that she did, could have it better and right. easier. But being a sponsor means he can have her whenever he wants her. And so then. And um, he took full advantage, apparently. Yeah, he did. And Patrick shows up. Yeah, so Patrick, I guess it sounds like Patrick didn't know about this. And then Patrick was coming over and like he'd still come and visit and then kind of finds out. Cause he was he's he fell in love with her. It sounds like mm-hmm. this the story, and at the beginning it didn't sound like he was getting a piece of her. It sounded like he respected her. But then some stories 
it's like the dad and him were both getting some of right. her. And then there was some jealousy. Well, he comes in, finds the dad. Oh, there, yeah. Comes in and finds the dad and her And goes together. into a rage. Yes. And basically... Stra- strangles her. Strangles her. Some and what stories happened where to the like, dad, though? Well, the, the last story I read was like that the dad hightails it out of there because like his the son is so like incensed about it dad hightails it out of there i don't know if he goes into a rage when the dad's there and he kills her and the dad's like fuck this is one one of capone's girls oh you know what i heard well because then sam is the the doorman that let patrick in so he goes and gets sam and is like hey i just did this and he's like fuck that's like one of Capone's girls, and if he finds out that I let you in and you did this, shit, now I have to help you clean up so they this both shitstorm. Hack her to pieces in, in the, the bathtub, bathtub. <laughs> burn her bones in the fireplace, yes. and apparently bury her Somewhere. in the wall. Yeah, I mean they couldn't carry her downstairs past yeah. all of Capone's guards. So it makes guards. sense that she's the one in the wall. Yeah. Okay. Well, so. The way I understood it is that it was the patio area, mm-hmm. like the floorboards, something. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, she was it, not in cement, not, but she's, it, what it sounds like is when they were renovating, they pulled up the floorboards and, and I heard that it was in this, in the back, there's a whole shack and he was actually just getting rid of it. So he was knocking it down, pulling up the floorboards or whatever, and that's where he found many bones. Right. And, and he, then he called an FBI guy and some of the Milwaukee Police Department guys, and then they examined the bones. Some were just animal bones. They were like, whatever, cold case, they don't care. It sounds like they're his buddies, like, because yeah. I guess this place is, like, frequented by a lot of judges, cops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so he's made friends. And so he found out that one of the, some of the bones matched a female that died. Um, it would have been about the time frame. Right. And so same he was age, like, right. Same, yeah. Everything. So that's where they're like, this has to be this chick. And then if you watch, like Paranormal Files did their YouTube, um, their ghost hunt there. And... Um, this guy Colin, his dad and mom snuck away and were doing a little um, session where with a spirit box and they were hearing details like um, burned, uh, you know, things that match. Like Molly was there trying to tell them about what happened to her. Right. Choked. Um, like right on. Say? Yeah. But they didn't know anything about Molly at this time. So they didn't, they were like, yeah, you know, my throat was, I was choking from all the cigar smoke. So that's crazy, you know, and it's like they had no idea she was telling them about what happened to her. Right. That's crazy. Pretty amazing. So, yeah, I believe that one for sure. Yeah. So apparently she haunts Mm -hmm. the penthouse and she's, she likes to make her presence known. So if you're like, oh, Harvey. Oh, no, it's Patrick Harvey. Never mind. I got excited. Yeah, so apparently uh, Capone's goons get, or associates or somebody, get a hold of him at some point. Oh, right. Yeah. So he meets, he doesn't meet a very good end. He's probably wearing cement shoes somewhere. Yeah. Sam dies, too. Yeah. So they say Sam, Patrick, and Molly all hunt, which... 
they did come through um, during some of people's EVPs or spare box sessions and stuff. So maybe. Yeah. Among many, many other. Yeah. Like um, in that same paranormal files, there was um, the girls, the girls that give the tours were like, yeah, people will get on spare boxes. The name Adam comes up a lot. The name Dan comes up. And sure shit, Adam and Dan, they right. kept saying. So, so among other things, the <clears throat> fact that it's built on a cemetery mm-hmm. where a lot of people's remains remained, even when they built the place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, none of the original furnishings are in the building. So they've mm-hmm. like taken things from a lot of places close oh, by. So they could have attachments. Yeah. Could be. So, so you, you want to talk about the basement? Oh, the basement has so many. Like, um, there was. Did you see this one? There was a. It's a short YouTube blip, and it's the this couple that they just set their camera uh-huh. up, and there is just. I don't like. I don't want to be called an orb when I'm that, but I would just just call me energy or something. But right. They're orbs. Flying everywhere. It's not dust. You. It's it's very apparent. They're orbs, and they are on a mission to go somewhere. Right. <laughs> and then you see all of a sudden they're done. It just stops. You see like one or two, but they all were going. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it was. It was. It would look like my house. Like when there's so many that come, it's insane. I was insane. reading that um, when mediums go down there, the mm-hmm. general consensus mm-hmm. is not good. Yeah, they Feelings. get the willies and they go down there. Yeah. Like they sh- shouldn't be there. Yeah. Nobody should be there. Yeah. Yeah. There was, they they were doing an interview. Did you see this one? With this um, blonde woman who's a medium. And it, I just wanted her to talk. Like they're trying to get her to say like, what do you feel down here? What It was the news station. So um, one of the, the news outlets down there did like a, a series um, around Halloween time or something. And they're interviewing her and she's just like, what? What's that on your phone? No. Could you try again? Is that your... Is that your phone? No, mine's not doing anything. It's like Siri or something. It's that thing. That lit up. Did it? Mm-hmm. It lit up. Because usually it'll stay on when it's... Didn't that one... Um, Go off before when we were in yeah, here. But it stays on when it asks the question. There's no- anyway, the the segment wasn't very long with her because they couldn't get her to like. She was just like, I just get very uncomfortable. Like I shouldn't be down here. They're and like, that was it. Yeah, can they're you, like, can you be more specific? <laughs> yeah, like I would be telling you, like oh, I get the chills. It feels like you know the hair on my neck is standing up or whatever. I didn't see that one. That's- yeah, it was annoying. So annoying. But they also had many mediums. Do you want to talk about Go the little girl? Oh, wait. No, I'm still in the basement. Oh, okay. Finish the basement. So there's a there's a safe down there <gasps> oh, yes. that moves on its own. And they also have the skeleton bones because so many people have been buried down there that yeah. they get so much stuff. You know, they put those bones down yeah, there. But the safe is like, have you seen pictures? Yes. It's heavy. It's like a 500 pound or ton or whatever old safe that was there before they said before even Capone was there. Right. They don't know. And, and the, the mediums that go down there say, don't even 
try and open it. There's something really not good in there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They're like, don't, don't even open it. Well, I guess uh, two Confederates soldiers oh. mm-hmm. have been like they're, I don't know if their apparitions have been been seen or yeah. they've gotten EVPs, but they've they said been appar- apparitions and EVPs. Oh, but apparitions for sure. And they're associated with the safe. Oh, really? Itself. Yeah. Ooh. So I think they're attached to the safe. So I wonder what's in it And nobody can now. open it. They've had people. There was a guy who that's what he did. Yeah. And he would come. He said every Thursday, because that was his day off, and he would come um, for like 52 weeks for a year and try and open the safe. And he couldn't crack it. Nobody has been able to open that safe. That's just crazy. And they to don't me. want to damage it, so they're like and then with medium. But the fact that it dope. moves by itself. That's I'm sure if heavy... it wanted to open, it would fucking open. Yeah. And um they say like they have CCV cameras down there, so uh-huh. they only see CCV. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they only see um they don't catch it on those. It'll get like weird. They only know that it's moved because of the scratch marks on the ground and that it's actually moved. But right. That they they're like, how are we not catching it? Yeah, being moved. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Oh, so <laughs> Jinx. Oh, see, it's on. Well, because I left it on. Oh, you did. Okay. Here, oh, it's on. I'm on. Well, I'm watching it now because it was lit up. Yeah, that's just weird. Because we didn't even say anything that sounded like Siri or anything like, did we? Yeah. No. No. It'll. We'll hear. It has to be heard in there. Yeah. Okay. So what else? There's. Okay. Beer delivery folks, some federal officers have picked up on heavy negative energy that gives off a strong, uncomfortable feeling of not being wanted. The federal officers and police officers like to come to Shakers. Two federal officers pulled their guns when going down the steps to the basement for some reason, feeling the dense energy. Ooh. Um, and when beer delivery man came to drop off the beer in the basement and collected the empty bottles in the basement, he became scared and hightailed it back up the steps after delivering the beer. Ooh. There's a man in overalls that's been, or suspenders that's been seen down there. So there is a story about mob killings that happened down there. Yeah, I didn't hear like details of it. So go ahead if you've got some. Okay, so what I wrote down here wasn't what I actually heard on one, mm-hmm. of, but it sounds pretty much like it. Apparently, there were two mob killings that may have taken place in the basement. Um, there's a seven foot by three foot rectangle in the foundation of the building that most assume is a final resting place of a murder victim. Is that where they have the two skeletons mm-hmm. laying down? Okay. It may have been over a card game. Okay. Oh, people get their hair pulled, yeah. are pushed or shoved, and then... Is that um, where they feel like they're, like, pressure on their chest, too? Yeah. In there? says, at one point, the owner had someone come in with ground-penetrating radar. They could oh, see right. discrepancies under the concrete, but most of it was far too deep to tell what it was. He came across two full sets of human remains sort of huddled up next to each other. Um, they reported this to the MPD, who said because they were so old... They didn't match with any open cases. They didn't have to dig them up. That's insane. So, unless Bob really wanted them to. So, yeah. they decided to let them be, and those remains are still under the concrete in the corner to these day, to this day. To, today, there are two plastic skeletons laying on top of the spot where the bodies are down below. And they put, like, again, paranormal files. Th- those, to me, were the most credible ones because they were... <laughs> Um, they put their REM pods mm-hmm. there 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of times those don't go up on their investigations. They don't always go off. And they were going off. It was going off like crazy upstairs and in the basement by those skeletons. There was somebody's, when I was like looking for different websites, it was mm-hmm. just like somebody's little like personal blog almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but they took a whole bunch of pictures. They were in the penthouse all the way down to the basement. Mm-hmm. And in the basement, there's like a hole in the ground. In that hole in the ground, there's these crazy orbs. Uh-huh. You could see almost smiley faces. Ooh. She says nothing about it in the blog. She uh-huh. just mentions there's actually orbs in some of the pictures. Like she just said that, but I freaking blew those pictures up. Yeah. Yeah. They were creepy. Oh. I'll have to show them to you. Speaking of that, yeah. Uh, I definitely want to see it because I like seeing that kind of stuff. Um, when the, the news went... And they were like, people see stuff in this mirror, and people see stuff in this mirror. And they're like, and we didn't realize we caught anything until later when we were looking at our photos. Well, I took pictures of it. I can't see anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm also you, and you can tell me. I mean, I can I can make something up. Like it's kind of like when we hear that. And they'll be like, oh, it said they went to McDonald's. It's like matrixing. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, I'm like, well, I can say I, I mean, I guess, but, but it's not like you clearly are like, holy shit, that's a face right there. Right. Somebody's standing behind them. It's like you're, you can put it together. Your eyes can put it together and be like, oh, okay. Well, yeah. That's like, a face. Have you ever looked at the moon and yeah. went, oh man, there's like, that's a that's a face looking back at us or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's so crazy. Um, okay, but hold on. I was gonna show you the picture. Look. Do you, hold on. Sorry everybody. I just gotta do this right now, but maybe we can post this. Do you see anything in that circle? Um, yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. Off to the I see something right here. Where? Like a Phantom of the Opera. And then there's something right here. Okay, let me see. Yeah, that's what I saw. Um, motherfucker. She did it again. But yeah, this is what I saw was this. Which could very easily be just lighting. Or it could actually be some. Okay, do you see anything in this one? (laughs) I see a little troll looking at her. (laughs) No, that's not it. Well, that's all I see. (laughs) The other one, I saw something right away. Right. But I think, I think whatever they're talking about is supposed to be something in here, but I'm not sure. I mean, again, I can make it something up. I mean, I think that's just furniture or something. So I don't know what they're talking about because I don't see anything. I think, oh, that is a troll. I think that's just something sitting on the shelf, though. Kind of looks like Bob Weiss. (laughs) It does. Nothing against Bob Weiss, but it does look like him. But he's actually right here. (laughs) That's funny. All right. So anyway, sorry. So the basement. Yeah, that's crazy stuff with the bodies in the basement. And that Confederate soldier, I guess he shows himself pretty often too. Yeah. Like he's not shy. Oh, and when they're upstairs, again, sorry, I meant to say this about Molly, like Bob Weiss has stayed there, but people, even Paranormal Files, when they stayed, you could hear, um, like, stilettos walking Oh, yeah. Floor. I do have that in here somewhere. I'm like, there was something else about the 
Um, it was a card game. Like there was, it was a fight over cheating or whatever. Oh, how they, how the two people supposedly died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyways, there's that. Okay. So I guess we can go to the main floor and pretty much the whole main floor is haunted by different things. But the biggest one is in the women's bathroom. Yes. And that's supposed to be a little girl that predates the actual building. Right. Yeah. Like, first of all. This little girl has been coming around and then mediums have come and said, oh, her name is Elizabeth and she fell out of an apple tree when she and was bumped her head. <laughs> she broke her neck. Yeah. Yeah. Broke her neck and died. And okay. So what doesn't make sense. And, and this is like. I don't know if the rest of you know this, but when I'm watching these things, a lot of times spirit is talking to me through the TV. <laughs> okay. That sounds crazy, <laughs> Carlene. Does. But when people are doing like their um, EV, their spirit box sessions, I'll hear um, like that's, they're not talking to some random spirit. They're like this one time, this woman, Patty was talking to having spirit box and I kept going, Eric, isn't a random spirit. That's her son. Oh, I'm going to freak out if that's her son. And then all of a sudden she's like, my son's name was Eric. And I'm like, that's your son. I didn't know her son died. How would I know that? Right. And then it comes to find out I'm hearing, I'm just hearing the conversations through the TV. Right. I'm hearing spirits conversations through the TV is all that's happening. It's not like they're communicating with me. But anyway, what um they've said is that, that happened to the little girl and then she now just haunts the bathroom and like throws toys out into the bar area and you see her little her shoes her 19th century shoes underneath the door stall they'll say they're like little saddle shoes but did they even have those in the 1800s i don't know i'm not gonna (laughs) How can we... They say they're the little 19th century shoes. They look like very dated shoes. And then they say um, that they have the photo of her hanging up. But why would you have that? If she was just some random little girl that was... Where would you get that photo? Well, okay. So what I heard was, and what I read was, it was first found when it was a cooperage. The The photos mm-hmm. were there. And they put the photo... Actually did put the photos up because they it was in that same time frame so mm-hmm. they put them up as like a dedication to her but then the photos kept getting knocked down in or the put back into the basement like spirit was moving them out really mm-hmm. when it was the cooperage i don't know i'm talking about something. the cooperage part so they put up know. the photos as mm-hmm. a dedication to her and then all these years later in the 80s when bob finds the place it, it the that little thing of photographs came with the building mm-hmm. so they decided to put it in the bathroom at this point they don't know anything about elizabeth mm. so i guess they started piecing it together i think that's when when it was when bob started putting the photos in the bathroom and then somewhere in his stories he says the photos were coming off the wall or they were ending up back in the basement or they were being moved right by spirit right and then these mediums were saying that's elizabeth and i'm like well then 
Because she wants to be noticed. Right. So she probably wouldn't move the photos. Or maybe she doesn't want to be in the bathroom. Yeah. Maybe she's she like, want to I don't want to listen to these drunk bitches ping. <laughs> Why do you keep putting me in the bathroom? <laughs> well, and they say that like when people open, mm-hmm. they come in and find it on the bar too. Oh, really? Yeah. They'll find the, and they'll just go put it back in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, and it, she, she obviously does not want her pictures, <laughs> whether it's Elizabeth or not. Whoever is attached to these, <laughs> they don't photographs. want it. They don't want the photos in the bathroom. Yeah, and um, I mean, they say she's not facetious. She just plays. She's playful. She like will lock the stall, or or she'll you'll hear hear giggling, or she likes to watch. Where you're like putting on your lipstick or... I mean, she if she's an eight-year-old girl, why does she want to be in the bathroom that smells like the Schlitz? <laughs> Women puking after they've been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Probably doing blow. Yeah. Like whatever. Oh, yeah. Like whatever yeah. Yeah. whatever yeah. happens mm-hmm. or has happened. Right. Why since, I mean, it's been the 80s. Come yeah. on. And we know me, what happened in the 80s. If she's throwing her toys, they said she had, they had a piano out just outside the bathroom and she would go and play that. And then they got rid of the piano because... It was disturbing to... I'm like... Well, <laughs> patrons. That's probably her only freedom outside the bathroom. Yeah. I don't know. I feel sorry for her little spirit. Just take her, take her picture out of the bathroom. Yeah. And, and her throwing her toys out of the bathroom and into the bar area. She's like, I want to play with you. (laughs) Not in the bathroom. (laughs) I wouldn't want to reside in the bathroom. Come and send her to the light. Yeah. Like I would. Yeah. I I I mean, presuming that she's, (laughs) if it's earthbound. Yeah. Um, And if it's really a a little girl. girl. Yeah. What do you think? (sighs) I don't know. I didn't stick on that one too much because I didn't know how much of the story I believed. Oh, okay. But just in her in general, Mm -hmm. that whole. No, yeah. Just just the little girl. Right. I definitely believe a lot of the stories and I believe that place is haunted as fuck. Well, okay, so some of the things that happen in the bathroom, yeah. people have heard the voice of a little girl, mm-hmm. or the faucet will randomly turn on. Yeah. There's a particular star- stall door she likes to open, even when it's occupied by the living, just trying <laughs> to take a piss. Yeah. People have even seen her old-timey shoes under the stall door, mm-hmm. which would... Come on, that's fucking creepy. That is creepy. I, I even me, who loves that shit, wouldn't want... And and see that. I never think it's funny when somebody tries to open the door. No. <laughs> that would piss me off. If a ghost could unlock the door and open it, that would really piss me right. off. Right. And knocking on doors and locking them, like I said. Yeah. Yep. Knocking. And some the have knocking. seen her locking and knocking. And some have seen her apparition, I guess. Oh yeah. Oh, getting back to Molly. Oh she oh oh Did we hold talk on. Oh. The bartender says she has heard her name be called. One followed her. Oh, that's just about ghosts in general. She said one followed her home and Ooh. flickered her lights and turned on water and made noises. Yeah. Anyway, what were you going to say? Oh, about did Molly. we talk about Molly, about her moving shoes? She has a thing <gasps> oh, for shoes. She has to put them in the sink. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Yeah. <laughs> like, Maybe weird. she's like, you're in here with your dirty ass shoes. Yeah. In my apartment, whatever. Yeah, could be. I don't know. Um, and they people hear her crying. 
They've heard screams of terror. Yes. I think it was either down in the basement or up in her um, penthouse. I don't know where it was, but somebody has an EVP of a very clear scream. They didn't even know they caught it. Like, they're just talking, and all of a sudden you hear... We'll have to find that "Ah!" one. See if we can share it. Yeah. Okay. Other figures that people see, uh, one is described as a man in a bowler hat. Maybe Patrick. Another entity is reportedly oh, that was not a AVP. <laughs> is reportedly a small boy known as Charlie. Oh. People have seen full body apparitions, one of a black figure that is over eight feet tall. That's creepy to me. I don't is like that... those. No. Was somebody talking about that in the basement, like in the corner? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, let's see. People have felt drastic drops in ten- temperature and mists hover over people's heads yeah like they were getting i mean in my house when there's a lot of spirit energy it gets really cold so like especially like the longer i've been working the colder it gets but they were getting pretty cold um disembodied voices are heard both audibly and recorded via evp which you pretty much Mm, said yeah along with strange knocking throughout the building doors will open and close faucets and lights turn on and off with no human intervention. Ooh, also in Molly's room, they caught this. Um, I, I believe uh, Paranormal Files caught this on video of where it would sound like a door or something slammed and then there wasn't a door that got slammed. I don't know where it was, but that shit did happen. Ugh. Like nothing was slammed, but it sounded like it. Yeah, there was shit. one, um, I was reading about, it was one of the employees that she she said when she would go down in the basement, she would get mm-hmm. the total creeps, and there's like a, a back room mm-hmm. with a door that's locked from the outside, Ooh. and it was kind of like jiggling, jiggling? like somebody's trying Ooh, to get from the, that's and scary. now it has a crack down the middle of it, Ooh, out of nowhere. That's hardcore. Yeah, that's a little mm. weird. Yeah, I don't like that either, like, I don't... <gasps> Oh, oh, remind me, I have to t- dream uh-huh. when we start talking about the other connection. Okay. We're about to start, I... ta- let's talk about the other connection. Okay. So cause... we did start talking about Jeffrey Dahmer in the beginning. Did we? Well, we mentioned that. Well, he... we did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they do these tours. <laughs> they do these tours. Women are oddly attracted to serial killers, evidently, because it's a lot of women that do these tours, that go yeah. on these tours. They have multiple tours. You can go onto their website and there's like different tours, but this one's called the Cream City <laughs> Cannibal Tour. Yeah, gross. Yeah. And they will take you to like, this is where Jeffrey Dahmer did this, and this is where he did that. And he, he I don't know would, how I feel about that. Uh, listen, anything that gives some attention, yeah. I don't, and they're, mm-mm. And they actually, like, I was watching something where they actually pick up on, supposedly pick up on him. Mm-hmm. Like, they were doing the dowsing yeah. rods, and yeah. they're like, is Jeffrey Dahmer here? And the dowsing rods close in. Like, I, I'm just like, mm, okay. Oh, no. I don't know about that. Anything that keeps him around is, mm-mm. Okay, but... I don't know if it's because I was doing all this research on this and watching so many things. And I actually didn't want to focus a lot on that. So I wasn't listening to a lot of podcasts about him and his crime spree. But maybe I listened to just enough because the night that I did like or the day that I did the most 
watching about that. And I had happened along some other paranormal stuff that I was like getting sucked into. That night, I usually don't dream. Well, that I remember. Right. That night I had, or morning rather, I had three very vivid dreams. And the last one was like, I'm in a car or driving. And then like, I'm cutting something all of a sudden with like, why are you cutting like chicken with an exacto knife in a car but it wasn't chicken it was like flesh and i was getting grossed out by cutting it because i don't want to cut chicken either but i was getting grossed out and then i realized so like as i'm like analyzing this dream because i don't typically remember these things i was like that was more like that would make sense why i was so grossed out because it was like i was cutting flesh because it was Thick. It was. Oh my god! Ooh! It was like I was skinning something, you know, like skinning the pig or whatever. But anyway, I later was telling Allie like I had all these weird dreams, and I think it's because of this shit. Because I was listening to that, which doesn't typically happen, but something affected me. It was gross. Did you watch that episode of The Dark Tourist before yes. or after the dream? Oh, before. Okay. Maybe because that's it. when they go see the yes. prosecutor. The, yes. Wasn't that crazy? Or was it the lawyer? It was his lawyer. Okay. Mm-hmm. And where she like goes into detail mm. about like how he prepared like how do you I was like uh oh my god that makes perfect sense because uh, he actually talked about how he she's like you really ate Cuban flesh yeah and he's like yeah and she said how did you eat it how did you prepare it and he's uh, like I went and got a meat tenderizer and made it like you would make any cut of meat. That makes 100% sense. Like I somehow was grossed out enough and like, cause I'm a visual person. Yeah. So if you tell me that I'm picturing you. So when you're telling me your dream, all I'm thinking about, cause I just watched that this morning. Yeah. Okay. So I stored it. That was disgusting. Yeah. I did not like that. No. And that, thank you. Cause I was wigging out about this dream. It was very gross. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so disgusting. Yeah. And it jolted I, me. Yeah. And the, the fact that they do this tour and it's actually Bob, Bob Weiss actually has this, a tour company called the Hangman's Tour. Oh, yeah. He actually and and that's tours. one of his, the tours that they have. He actually helps other people like in New Orleans and stuff like that. Dude, Put stuff he's, together. He's really good at it. Yeah. He's very I mean, good at marketing stories. And yeah. he's kind of a marketing genius. Yeah, if you really is. think about he it. Is. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I was actually listening to another podcast and it was like, it just like a young kid podcaster, it sounded like. Yeah. And he was very generous. He's like, just come and visit us. You know, we'll put yeah. you up in the penthouse and you can, and he's, the kid's like totally taken back by it. Yeah. You know? Like, really? Yeah. I think, I think he just wants to share it. You know how excited I get? Like, yeah. I'm like, let me show you this is amazing. I think that's how. Bob is. He's just very excited for everybody to experience what he experiences. Yeah. But, um, and I, and I appreciate that. He also makes some dough on it. But I wonder if he's charging that guy when he invites you. Is he going to charge you? Like paranormal files? No, it sounded like he said on, on me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause it did seem very generous that he was like, just come on, just let's schedule it. And you could go on the tours and stay in the penthouse if you yeah. dare. If you do get a chance to watch Netflix special, the thing, Dark Tourist, whatever Dark Tourist, yeah, 
Go ahead and which yeah. So this guy's he from like makes fun of stuff though. Yeah, because he's c- kind of like diving into the whole thing, this whole dark tourism thing where mm-hmm. that, especially like that, like yeah. where all these women are attracted yeah, like, to this whole. Is this, he actually gets with true like crime. another woman yeah. who's super into it, and she tries to play off like, yeah, it is so weird. Yeah. It's like, come on, girl, you're into it. <laughs> Like, why are you all so fascinated by this? Mm-hmm. I mean, not too long ago, we were actually doing a lot of the true crime. <laughs> right. But but I think not... that's it's part of the same niche, though. Yeah, like, the yeah. whole fascination with true crime. Yeah. But some, like, you were listening to some of these women in the tour talking it's about it. Like, they're infatuated with yeah. him, though. It's not like they're just interested in the story story and like what drives somebody to be that way right. and the psychology behind it which if I'm gonna even when we would do our stories we we analyze them yeah. these people this is why Ted Bundy uh, Bundy yeah, yeah. So, you know who I sound like huh. have you watched do you have Apple TV yeah have you watched um Ted Lasso no he does this all the time where no. he gets stuck on a word and they call it something but I do this all yeah. like blah 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 and he, the kids are always saying I remind them of Ted Bundy alright I remember Ted Bundy Ted Lasso <laughs> Ted Bundy but anyway yeah, no that would be disturbing um, but these well, women are dreaming are, of chopping up chicken that's <laughs> I, actually yeah flesh the the these women are very attracted to these men first some think they're attracted I mean, but they are attracted to these psychos. Yeah. It's just so bizarre. Well, and this like this guy's like, uh, you guys watch it. Yeah. It's worth, you guys it's watch, worth it. to watch. I was kind of like, uh, but it, I, I watched the whole thing. The guy goes all over the world in this one episode. He focuses on like three different places in America. And that mm-hmm. was actually one of them. So it's like episode three or something. Yeah. They do um, Dallas, um, JFK, the whole yes. JFK thing. Oh, that was kind of weird too. Yeah. Yeah. That was really weird. Yeah. I've never, I never ever heard of it. And when I was yeah. researching this, I <laughs> saw it and I was like, okay, I'm going to watch it. Uh-huh. Albert left somewhere earlier and I was like, click. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same thing. Anyways, the bar was also used as a backdrop in scenes in the uh, Dillinger movie from the 90s. Oh, right, right. Warner Brothers did some movies. Yeah, it was starred Mark Harmon. I was digging for it. When I, when they said oh, Dillinger movie, yeah. I thought it was um, the other movie, Public Enemies with Johnny oh, Depp. Mm. And then I was like, okay, that wasn't it. And no. so I started looking back. I was like, that wasn't in the 90s. Oh. So, but yeah, it was... And it was a made-for-TV movie, wasn't it? What? It was probably one of those Sunday nights, Saturday mm. night special things. I still kind of want to watch it now. Yeah. So another uh, famous Wisconsin serial killer <laughs> is Ed Gein, who also uh-uh. had a weird penchant for flesh in a different way. Oh. We've done Ed Gein. I think it was... Uh, it wasn't you and I. Oh, Yvette? It was, it was me and it. But that one's oh. a weird one. A little sidebar. Hey, hey, hey. Sidebar again, though. Um, the Emmett, is that who we did? Is that his name? Emmett? The little boy. Emmett Hill? Yeah. Uh-huh. And now they're doing the little miniseries. Uh-huh. I just wanted to mention that. Because I haven't, I haven't brought myself to watch it yet. No. No, because it's so heart-wrenching. It is. I get really into that stuff, so I gotta be, like, mentally in it. I don't want to be sad. Yeah. And it, that shit hasn't gone away. No. It still happens. 
Oh, God. All right. So anyway, that was a little sidebar. So if you want to go visit Shakers, it's in Milwaukee. You can check out their website. They actually, they have a really good list of drinks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, apparently their absinthe drinks are pretty okay, popular. Yeah. They don't suggest, to, they don't, he makes it very clear. It is not like a booze tour. Right. Like you don't go and get wasted and then go on one of their ghost tours. That's not what it's about. Right. But you can drink there and enjoy their drinks. And, and then go on a ghost tour. Go on a, or go on the ghost tour and then go cool. get tipsy. Right. <laughs> and listen to Tipsy Tales. Yeah. I forgot yeah. my baby girl was in here. And and he <laughs> says that he's not like real woo-woo with it. No, like there's not no. like things that people that jump out of the no. walls or anything. It's like you go into the basement and it's this freaking dank. It's not like they he's fixed it up for the tour or anything. It's right. a basement. Yeah. Yeah. He just... Everything's the way it was. Hi. Come she's on. like, hello. <laughs> I'm awake now. Oh, oh she's sick. And she always wants to give me a big hug. <laughs> she missed you. She's like, take me home now. Do you want to go home with me? What are you looking at? She's like a little lizard. She's like, <laughs> with her tongue. Oh, gee, my baby girl. Mm-mm. So that was pretty much it. <laughs> I'm glad we did it. Yeah. It's a good story. Good story. It sounds mm-hmm. like it's really haunted. They also do an exclusive three-hour investigation from 12 a.m. to 3 a.m. It's a ghost hunting tour. Ooh. It's called Ghost Hunting 3.0, and it's three hours, led by Shaker's tour guide to set the stage on the historical spiritual elements of the building and to learn about many mysterious tales from those who have lived and died here. It includes access to ghost hunting equipment, such as digital recorders oh, for capturing fun. EVPs, infrared thermometers, EMF detectors, divination rods, and oh. more. The maximum group is 10. That would be so much fun. I wish we were able to just go like, we're gonna go. Yeah, I know. Hey, you know what though if people like this podcast they can like subscribe comment do all those fun things because i now know why people are always saying to do that because it actually makes a difference yeah so like subscribe comment tell a friend share blah 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 all those wonderful things because it helps us. It does And help it us. doesn't cost anything for you to do that. Yeah, you guys. Let us know. Let and us then, know that you like what we're doing. Maybe if we get enough people to do those wonderful things, you know, eventually we could start making some money. Yeah, money. And because, another you way. Know, podcasting is not cheap. No. And it'd be nice if we could make some money that we could go on these amazing adventures. Exactly. Exactly. And if you feel like it, send us an email. Tipsytalespodcast at yahoo.com. Let us know what you think of the podcasts. Um, if you have any stories. Hey, if you've been to Shaker's Cigar Ooh. Bar and you want yeah. us to read your story, you had a cool paranormal experience there, we'd love to hear it. And we'd love to read it on our next podcast episode. Yeah. Um, you know, there's always, what is the name of that <laughs> where people can give us a little tip? Kofi.com. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like saying, hey, Alma, Carlene, we really appreciated and liked your story. So here's $5. Yeah. And we also still have our Patreon out there, which <laughs> I haven't given much love or attention for months unfortunately. But we will if but people we will. want to start contributing to it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> hey, I 
have no shame in that uh, game. I just want to keep doing this. So, yeah. and we get a lot of people really enjoy it. So, show us. <laughs> if you can. If you can. I you can. It doesn't cost anything to push like and share. Yeah. That and comment. Definitely. It doesn't cost anything to say we're five stars. <laughs> Hey, we're in on on YouTube too. Well, happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year! This will be our first episode for 2022. Mm-hmm. What a start! <laughs> <laughs> we're sober AF. Yeah, and Carlene's begging for money. <laughs> <laughs> no shame, Carlene. Oh, my God. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Oh, well. wait. Did I tell you that um, one of my clients... <laughs> Every time we're about to close out... I know. I'm sorry. I just want to give her some some uh, acknowledgement. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, Kudos. Kudos. Yeah. So... Oh, my God. Let me just look and make sure because... Have we mentioned that we have dementia? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> It was, it was Jenny, and she was like, she really enjoys listening to us, and then she was like, she really liked when we went to um, Vulture City, Mm -hmm. and wants us to do more of those, so I said, oh, I am going to so say that you recommended that. It's on our bucket list. Mm -hmm. She wants us to go to Jerome and Tombstone, so I think we- We can definitely do Jerome again this time. Yeah, I told her we went to Jerome, but we didn't like- it wasn't that we didn't do this yeah yeah there was a lot of uh prostitution was a huge theme there yeah (laughs) and obviously i mean i felt something at the hotel there is that your phone or mine it's not mine that's weird yeah we're having some weird stuff with that thing we need to like start filming like there's nothing on the screen i know but she was talking usually when she's talking the whole thing lights up and like you could see the it's so weird anyways all right guys i'm mama Okay, I'm Carlene. Damn, she she got see started the new year with knowing her name. <laughs> yep, I know my name. Oh my. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Have a good night. Good night.